I am AJ Hogue, the author of Effortless English, Learn to Speak English Like a Native. You need to join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Join now at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Coffee and talk. Have a little thunderstorm, little thunderstorm here in Osaka. Well, I guess not really a thunderstorm. There's no thunder, but just a a quick little patch of rain. So a little hard rain for a short time. Summer afternoon. Osaka, Japan. I'm standing outside of the coffee shop right now, so I don't bother the people inside. I'd like to talk about children today, a little more about children, because in the last few live shows that I've done, I've gotten some comments about kids. Uh, usually it's during the shows about money, the rich dad, poor dad, book club shows, or the business shows that I've done. And I've gotten these comments several times about, well, traffic here, a little truck going by. Uh, basically, the, the comments all have a similar idea. And the idea is that the reason I have to spend money, the reason I can't cut my expenses, the reason I can't go down to my baseline, the reason I can't live super simply and cheaply is because of the children. Think of the children. Right? So I've gotten several of these comments during the live shows. Using children as the excuse. Oh, because, you know, we've got to spend more money because of our children. It's for the children. <laughs> this is a <laughs> lame excuse. Lame means weak and bad. So let's talk about the children, shall we? Now, you've heard those shows, so you've heard my comments already in my opinion, but I'm going to be a little more detailed about it today. In most countries around the world, with our modern technology and our modern economies, the problem for most children, what is it? Are most children starving to death? Because they don't have enough food and they have nowhere to live, and they're homeless. Do you think that's what the commenters were talking about? I don't think so. No, most children 
especially the ones whose parents are on the internet watching my show and listening to my podcast, most of the children have the exact opposite problem. They are soft. They are weak. They are spoiled. And they are growing up softer and weaker and more spoiled. This is certainly what I see in the United States and Canada. It's certainly what I see in Europe. It is certainly what I see through all the places I have visited in Asia. These children are soft and weak because they're spoiled, because they are given too much, because their lives are too comfortable, because the parents protect them too much, because they are never allowed to lose, because they never truly struggle, because they are given too much and do not earn enough, because they are never encouraged to struggle and work and fight for something, possibly fail and learn and fail again and then struggle and then finally overcome. Because their parents freak out. Freak out means get upset, go crazy. The parents freak out about the child or the children being uncomfortable, just uncomfortable. The parents freak out if the kids are unhappy and complain. The parents are so, so worried about the kid's opinion, about the kid criticizing or complaining or not being happy. They want their child to be happy and comfortable 100% of the time, all of the time. And they believe course the parents are doing this from love I understand that they believe that this is love they believe this is what a loving parent does give the kids everything they want and need make their lives as comfortable and pleasurable as possible but this is foolish because the result of this, the long-term result of this, is not to produce older children, adolescents, teenagers, and young adults who are happy, who are strong. It produces young adults who are weak. And I've seen this. And, you know, when I look at kids, really young adults, in the age range of 18 to, well, really, 18 to 29, I'd say. They really should be just adults at this point, but what I see are people in that age range who are so fearful and weak. And it's disturbing to me. You know, when I talk about these topics, for example, of uh, starting a business, 
or just not going to college immediately and, you know, going and trying something new, trying something different. Go travel. Go try something. Just just do something interesting. Do whatever you want. Just try it. When I talk about these topics, the fear is unbelievable that I see in the comments that I get from mostly from the younger people. I don't understand it. I mean, I, I, I do understand it. I know where it's coming from, but I, I, logically, it's, it's crazy because there's nothing to fear. But this is probably the most fearful generation of young people that I've ever seen, certainly, since I've been alive. They're terrified to take a chance. They're terrified to be different. They're super conformists. It means they are super rule followers. Super afraid to just try something and possibly fail. Why? Oh, I don't know. What? People laugh at them? Uh, I don't know. There's really nothing to be afraid of. But I believe it's the result of this kind of over-parenting, you know, this giving, giving, giving them too much. This is what it produces in the end. Your attempt to spoil them and help them and give them everything costs them terribly later in life because it makes them weak and so they can't fight for what they want. And when they get out away from you, away from mom and dad, the rest of the world doesn't care. The rest of the world does not care. The rest of the world will not just give them things. The rest of the world doesn't care if they're comfortable. And suddenly, for the first time in their lives, they have to make decisions. And nobody's telling them exactly what to do. And for the first time in their lives, they have to fight and struggle. And for the first time in their lives, they are definitely going to fail. They're going to make mistakes and they're going to fail. They're going to try something and it won't work. For the first time in their lives, they're not going to have much money. They're going to have to live simply because they're out on their own for the first time. (laughs) They have no job experience. They have no life experience. So, of course, they're not going to get paid much money. And uh, a lot of them freak out because of that. Or Or even worse, they just stay at home and live with mom and dad like children permanent children because they can't handle just going and living some super cheap tiny place and being independent because they're used to being comfortable all the time this is sad and they tell me they tell me over and over and over and I mean like tell me in comments and they tell me face to face I really I want to travel so I so do it Oh, I don't know, but if I can't, like, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? And all the fears come pouring out. I want to try to start my own business. I don't want to go to college. Okay, do it. I say, go, just try it. Do it. Oh, yeah, but what if, what if, what if? Oh, I don't have enough money. I don't have this. And all the fears and excuses come pouring out. And most of them never, ever, ever do it. It's sad. It's sad. In many countries, certainly in the United States, we're seeing, too, a whole generations, and this is true right 
up into their 20s and their 30s and it's getting older and older <laughs> uh, with this what we call an entitled attitude entitled means it's the attitude it's the belief that you deserve everything without earning it right it's the idea that you deserve a job even if you're no good and you have no skills and you have nothing useful to give to an employer but you deserve a job anyway that you deserve money even if you're lazy and don't work for it that you deserve love even though you don't know how to give love you know it's just the attitude I deserve just gimme 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 the, the entitled attitude <laughs> you can summarize it with this phrase give me give me give me they just want they just they're takers in life right they just want to take 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 without contributing without earning and that's the end result of raising spoiled rotten children of giving them too much of making them too comfortable and so my message to you is don't you dare use your children as an excuse to why you can't cut your expenses to why you can't live more simply because that is lame <laughs> okay you're not helping them you're hurting them most modern kids would benefit from a simpler life most modern kids would benefit from a little more discomfort most modern kids would benefit from more real work most modern kids would benefit from having to earn more and work for more of what they want rather than just receiving it. Most modern kids would benefit from losing more, from making more mistakes and dealing with the results. Most modern kids would benefit from taking more risks and seeing their parents do all of these things too learning right along with their parents watching their parents learning from their parents examples examples you have to remember as a parent you are a leader you're the leader your job is not to just make their lives easy all the time that's not parenting. That's not leadership. Imagine a coach of a team. Imagine the coach of a, we'll say soccer team. It's the World Cup happening right now. Well, imagine a coach of the soccer team. And every day before the World Cup, preparing for the World Cup, every day he thought, oh, my job is to make my players' jobs and lives easy. So every day the players would come to practice and they just get massages and the coach would just feed them lots of food and just always say nice things to them and everything would be super, super easy. And if they were uncomfortable at all, he would change immediately so they were never uncomfortable. So they never had to struggle. So what would happen? The team, the players, would get soft and weak and lazy and they'd go to the World Cup and they'd lose every game. They would be destroyed by the stronger teams and then they'd cry and be upset. <laughs> right? 
<laughs> Wouldn't help them. Quite the opposite happens with the great coaches. The great coaches have a mix of toughness and kindness. And they know when to be very tough and hard, and they push their players. They push their players to the limit. Yes, they're also positive, and they, you know, they know if a player's struggling, they know when they need to be a little softer and kinder. But they're always trying to push, push, push that player or players, the whole team, to get tougher, to get stronger. To push past their limits, to grow. Well, that's exactly your job as a parent. And it's both. It's both. Of course, you know, there are crazy parents who push, push, push too much. And they're just pushing all the time. And they're hard all the time. And they have no softness. And they can break their kids. That's also not good. Just like we can see in soccer and teams, there are certain coaches or managers who are just hard, hard, hard all the time. And they end up breaking their teams. And the teams actually end up doing worse because they... The coach is never soft, is never kind, never relaxes. So it's, you know, you got it's, it's not easy. <laughs> okay. It's, it is hard. It's why it's a tough skill. Leadership's a tough skill. It's a tough skill if you're coaching a team and it's a tough skill if you're a parent. And it's tough because you have to do both. Because you have to know that when, well, that sometimes, that often you've got to push and be tough and be firm. And if your kid starts crying and demanding and is unhappy, sometimes you just have to, it doesn't matter. You're doing what's right for their learning. You're just doing what's right for them in the long term. You're teaching them what's good. You're, You're helping them get stronger. And maybe they cry and they're really unhappy right now. Oh, well, that's part of your job. And sometimes it's difficult, but you got to do it. And of course, you also have to know that uh, sometimes your kid's down. Sometimes they, they need kindness and softness. And finding the mix is a key thing. And you, you have to realize, too, that every kid's different. Just like a great coach realizes that each of his players is different. Some players need to be pushed harder. Other players need a little more softness, right? Some players are very self-motivated, very ambitious. They don't need the coach to push them so much because they do it themselves. It's just in them already. Others are kind of a little more lazy and they need the coach kind of kicking them in the butt all the time. Go, go, go. You know, pushing them, pushing them constantly. (laughs) Right? So this is also part of it is you have to know your children. And each one has a different personality. And so you have to kind of customize your approach to each one based on their strengths and weaknesses. And, of course, based on your own strengths and weaknesses. So do what's right for your family in the long run and in general. Do what's best for your kids in the long run and in general and for yourself. 
And that does not mean just giving them everything they want all the time. This idea of baseline is just as useful and just as true for families as for individuals. Now, the base, your baseline might be a little different if you're alone compared to if you have a family. Okay, so for me alone, I could live in a car. I could live in a small car. I've done it. I could do it again. With a whole family, could my whole family do that? Eh, I don't know. Probably not. I probably wouldn't try that. Could my whole family live in a van? I did that alone. Mm, my wife and I could with kids. I don't know. But I bet my whole family with kids could live in a, like a camper, right? Like a, we call it an RV, a recreational vehicle. It's kind of like a, you know, like a camping house. It has a little bit bigger, usually has a couple beds and uh, you can hook it up to electricity, connect it to electricity and it has a little stove. Maybe I'm sure you've seen these in your country or in the movies. So with with a whole family, with children, maybe it's a little bit more than my individual baseline, but it's still pretty low. It's still pretty cheap, still quite cheap. And it's the same for you. So just because you have kids, don't use it as an excuse. Well, I have kids, therefore I have to live in a big expensive house and have an expensive car and spend all this money. No, you don't. No, you don't. It might be a little more than you individually, but you can still find that baseline for your whole family. And as the leader of your family, you just have to do it. And you be a strong leader and just tell them why. Explain to your family why you're doing it, why it's necessary, why it's important. You can even, if they're old enough, the kids, you can sh show them your f family finances. Let them help you every month and learn about your family's you know, financial situation. Maybe they can even start to join the process and come up with ideas of how how they could help or how all of you together could cut more expenses or make more income. All right then. So, be a good leader. Be a good leader. Don't use your children as an excuse because the last thing they need is to be spoiled and overprotected and given too much. It won't help them in the end. Okay, I'm going to go back in, finish my coffee. I hope you're having a great day today. I will see you later. Remember on Instagram, Effortless English Club. Follow me on Instagram, Effortless English Club. And of course, you need to join my VIP program, EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Thank <laughs> you.